0: Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of M365 Voice. My name is Mike Marrani.
1: I'm Sarah Hazi. And I'm Antonio Maya.
0: And today we are going to read a question that we just received from our audience. Uh, it is from Dav Perry. And Gwyndaf is asking us, can I upload files directly from SharePoint to Teams? Um, so it's more about file storage between SharePoint and Teams, I think.
1: Uh, right, I think there's a couple of ways to take this question. One could be um, upload files from SharePoint on-prem to Microsoft Teams in the cloud. Correct. Another could be um, files from taking files from SharePoint online and copy them to Microsoft Teams. And, I think that if it is that second one, it points to, like, it kind of leads us to, well, where is data stored within
0: Microsoft Teams? Exactly. I think we should address the first one right away because um, there is no relationship between SharePoint On-Prem and and Teams. Uh, It's basically, uh, you cannot transfer any files from SharePoint to Teams other than you just download it locally and re-upload it to Teams. But there's no marriage between SharePoint on-prem and Teams at all.
1: So, Mike, could you do a migration from SharePoint on-prem to Microsoft Teams?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, because the end, the the back end of the file storage, we're going to talk about it in details, is SharePoint. So, technically, we're doing a SharePoint to SharePoint migration that is has Teams enabled. Uh, so, definitely, we can
1: do that. and when doing that what is there an order of operations that you do because as we all know when you store files in Microsoft Teams like you just said they're actually being stored in SharePoint SharePoint's the back end mm-hmm. if you're gonna migrate files from SharePoint on prem to Microsoft Teams is there an order in which you do that like do you do you migrate them to you know do you establish your teams first and migrate to that or do you migrate them to SharePoint sites and then teamify the sites is there a particular order
0: I personally would like to go and create the Microsoft team first, and uh, let the SharePoint site get created, and you have the membership there, and you have the the base of that the Microsoft team in place. From membership perspective, um, any configuration you have to have on the actual team itself, uh, and then you do you move the last thing you do when you do any migration is the actual file migration because you have to set up the backend. You might need some metadata or not, some retention policies or not, or some information protection policy, whatever you have to set up in the team side or on an M365 side first, you get that ready. And maybe the very last thing is you migrate the files. Uh, so let's get everything properly set up. And then we'll do the during that, you do a lot of test migration. You're gonna massage the files, you know, you're not going to probably migrate everything into into Microsoft Teams. You go through the cleanup process. Um, and then once you're ready to use that, then you do you move the actual, or you migrate the files. Uh, so that's my approach into migrating shape on no OPM into a Microsoft team-based architecture.
1: Okay. And then what if we address the second second option around this so Mm -hmm. if you're you've got files in sharepoint online and you want to store them in a team what can we talk about there because we all know that the back end for microsoft teams is sharepoint online that files tab is actually a library in sharepoint online
2: right i kind of assume that the question in this case would be more if you have a sharepoint online site that is not the site behind your team um how would you upload that directly into Teams? And <clears throat> I assume that's more of the question.
0: Yeah, I think there are, it depends on your SharePoint site. So if it's a SharePoint modern team site with the group connected, it's an easy to just say, create a team from there. And you can create a team. And now you have your SharePoint site and you have your files and you have just created the team and the membership is there in the team side. Now the membership is managed by Teams. If it is not a modern SharePoint site and a group-connected Team site, uh, then you have few options. Either you're gonna have to create your team and migrate the files there, uh, because you don't wanna copy files. You're gonna end up with two copies of the files in your SharePoint tenant. Or you can add a tab in your Teams. You create a team, and and you're going to add a tab that will bring those files from that different site. Um, If you have a classic site or a communication site or not group-connected team site, um, you have to look at the user experience. My preference, if you want to copy things over from a non-group-connected team site, you're better off just create that Microsoft team and move that content over to the new SharePoint site connected to that team. Yeah. Rather than creating that tab because you'll end up with a Files tab and another SharePoint tab, and it's not the greatest experience.
2: But if it's just a lone document or a few documents from a totally different SharePoint Online site, maybe that's connected to a different group, and you want to add it to a team. I think that um, from a move perspective, I don't know that you could drag and drop it if you had multiple screens you might have to download it delete it from the original sharepoint location and then upload it to teams because your point is good that you don't want to have multiple copies of the same file especially in non-connected sharepoint online sites correct
1: but sarah if you had let's say it was a modern team site and you're copying it to microsoft teams can you not you know in a library select the files and use the move to and then select a different site collection the one that's um, underpinning the team you want them to go to and use just in the library function that move to option
2: i think you could it's just a question of if the person doing the moving is going to know how to locate the right sharepoint site that's underpinning the team
1: right one question that we get a lot um at least i get a lot you guys probably do as well is where is data stored within teams Mm -hmm. Um, that was kind of one of the things we thought might be useful in addressing this question because like we've said a couple times here the files within a team within the files tab are stored in sharepoint so every team has a m365 group behind it that controls membership and then has a sharepoint site that's used for file storage it also has a uh, group mailbox that's used for storing um, channel conversations right And then there's other types of data within Teams also, and and often it's hard to determine where that data is actually stored. And because of where it's stored, what features can you use with it? So when we were talking about this question, we wanted to share um, a little bit of info on that, and maybe go through some of that in detail. So I've got a document that illustrates a bunch of this. Um, I'm gonna share my screen. So we've got visual aids this time. Uh, so, Jazz hands. So we're getting fancy. Um, so, c- can you guys uh, confirm for me you can see that? Mm hmm. I'm okay. good. That's good. So, we're actually going to share a blog related to this post as well, and we're going to put this information on there. Um. To be fair, this chart that we're going to show um, was started from a Microsoft article, and then another friend of ours, Habib, who's a Microsoft Teams MVP. Um, actually um, helped answer some questions for me on this as well. So it was pulling together information from a few sources, uh, including our friend Habib.
2: And it's current, as far as we know, up until when? About now. So it's important to note that this isn't current forever, this document, and you're going to be sharing it on a blog post, but it's current as of October 2021.
1: That's right. That's right, I believe it is current according to that. But as we go through, let me know if there's anything that you guys see that needs to be updated. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of detail here. So we won't go through all this detail, but um, suffice to say the Teams item here is in the left-hand side. Um, the first item that we talk about is channel conversations. So where are channel conversations stored? Um, channel conversations are actually, as they are happening, are stored in a backend system called the Azure Substrate. They're not in fact stored immediately in a group mailbox. There is a back-end copy process that takes those conversations from the Azure Substrate and copies them over to a group mailbox. So that's why our second column here is, is this stored in the team's Azure Substrate, an underlying service? In the case of channel conversations, yes. Users and administrators do not have access to that Azure Substrate. Um, However, there is a process that copies it to a hidden Exchange mailbox. And that's done for compliance purposes exactly. so the other columns you can see here are our retention policies supported for this data our retention labels supported for this data our legal hold supported for this data and our e-discovery or advanced e-discovery supported for this data sorry mike you were going to say something
0: no i was going to say exactly but the, the reason we, we copy with a copy it to exchange mailbox just for a compliance perspective so we can apply all those policies to it mm-hmm.
1: exactly. The second item here, and I think this is what relates to the question we got, is files stored in the channel, so in the files tab. So there's a reference to the file in the file substrate, but the file itself is actually stored in a SharePoint site. It's mm-hmm. not actually itself stored in the substrate. And then all of those compliance features we talked about, retention policies, labels, legal hold, e discovery, and advanced discovery are supported for those. We continue on, there's a whole lot of detail and a whole bunch of items. So files shared during a channel conversation. This is one that I get often. So when you share files through a channel conversation or a chat or during a meeting, that's 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 a really hard one that people have a hard time getting. So when you share files through a channel conversation, there's a reference to a file in the, ch- in the substrate. Um, a SharePoint site is created for each team, we know that. Um, and a document library is in there where that file gets stored and all of the compliance capabilities are supported. So if-
2: per channel, if you have a file that is shared in a channel conversation, as long as if you have the same file name for a file in two different channel conversations, it won't overwrite because each channel has its own folder where it basically saves the attachments.
1: Exactly. Great point. Um, Email sent to a channel Um, I'm going to skip the Azure substrate because I don't find it particularly. Personally, I find it helpful to know what gets stored in the Azure substrate, but you don't have access to it, right? No person outside of Microsoft can access that. So I'm going to skip that for now. But um, emails are sent to um, uh, the channel email and they're stored in a folder called email messages in the channel's document library. Um, All compliance capabilities are supported. One-to-one chat. There is a hidden channel in the user's mailbox where one-to-one folder is stored. Uh, sorry, a hidden folder. Thank you. Um, group chats, so one-to-end chat. Um, again, a hidden folder in the user's mailbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, eDiscovery can find those. Files shared during one-to-one and group chats. So uh, a user's OneDrive for business uh, in a folder called Microsoft Teams chat file that's where they get stored.
2: So important and not only are the files stored there, but the users that you are sending them to. So if I'm in a in a in a one-on-one chat with Antonio, I attach a file, it will upload that file to my OneDrive and set the permissions to share the file with Antonio in that Microsoft Teams chat files folder. That's right. So please do not go and delete your Microsoft Teams chat files folder when you're going to clean up your OneDrive because otherwise people who have been granted access to files based on chats, one-on-one chats or group chats and Teams will lose access.
1: Right, and confirm for me, it's only the person who's sharing the file, it's their OneDrive where it gets stored. Correct. That's exactly right, okay. Uh, Images shared during chats, there's a separate media store in Azure. So none of the compliance capabilities are available for those. So that's image interesting. During, image during chat. Yeah, you can't actually, um, you can't e-discover those, you can't retain those. And, and that's actually a really interesting point because when you start thinking about um, regulated industries, where let's say certain groups are not permitted to communicate with each other, um, let's say because of um, uh, FINRA regulations, for example, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to fire up Microsoft Paint Scribe what you want to say, paste that into a chat, and no one's going to find it. Um, so you do need to be a little bit careful with those things.
2: And this includes images and GIFs?
1: Correct. Yeah.
2: That's also, um, okay, that's interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's a whole separate episode. It is, absolutely. From a compliance standpoint, it is a little bit of a gap, I you have know, to say. Wow. Um, Meeting recordings, Um, so, and this is one where uh, I find it really interesting. I think meeting recordings has gone through some change recently in terms of where those things are stored. Are they not? Like they used to be stored, um, well recently they became stored in SharePoint and OneDrive. So what we've got here is if a meeting is booked through a Teams channel, and therefore the M365 um, uh, group is the organizer, then the meeting recording gets stored in the SharePoint site associated with the team. If a meeting is booked by a person, so through their Outlook calendar, for example, so that person is the organizer, then the meeting recording is stored in the organizer's OneDrive for Business site.
0: Can I correct you here?
1: Please do, because this one I'm not certain of. That's kind of why I'm If
0: So the second point, if, uh, if the meeting is booked by a person, then the meeting is stored in the person's OneDrive who initiated Word. the record, who's pressed on the record. That's right. Not, not necessarily in the organizer's OneDrive.
1: That's right. So, great point. As I read that, I kind of thought, eh, not so sure. It is the person who's, so thank you for confirming it is the person who hits record. Correct. I will correct that before we post this.
2: Um right.
1: Uh, all right. And in terms of compliance capabilities, we do have a bit of a, a fine point here. Um so recordings can be found by eDiscovery. So this isn't is an example, and it's not exactly a no, uh, but eDiscovery cannot index within recordings. So as you'd imagine, it's an audio file and a video file. So there's no indexing that happens within it, uh, but it can find the file. Um, so if we talk about something in a recording, eDiscovery is not gonna notice the fact that we talked about a particular topic, uh, but it'll find the file name and perhaps the date and time when the recording happens. Mm-hmm. Um, file shared during a meeting chat. So the user's OneDrive for business in a folder called Team Meeting Chat. I feel like we talked about this one. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: that's- Yeah, so that's similar to the one to one, but basically it's very it's it's a it's a combination of the meeting recording feature as well and the chats. Because if you have a meeting that is published to a channel. Or initiated in a channel and you share a file that file goes into that SharePoint site folder.
2: Into the folder for the channel files.
0: Correct. Can you
1: repeat that one more time, Mike?
0: So, if the meeting recording is booked through a Teams channel, like your first point there. Yeah. And then you share a file. Yeah. That that file, it's exactly the same experience as the meeting recording. That file is stored in the SharePoint site in that specific folder of that channel. Gotcha. If that meeting is booked by a person, then that statement is valid. It's in the users' OneDrive for business whoever shared that file, the same thing as the one-to-one chat or group chat.
1: So I'm going to correct this right here, just to emphasize the point. So then it's not the meeting recording here, it's the shared file is stored in the SharePoint site associated with the team. Correct. Whereas here, if the meeting is booked, by a person, so through their Outlook calendar. Then um, the file is stored in the OneDrive for Business site of the user that shared the file. Correct. Perfect. In a folder called Teams Meeting Chat. Live corrections.
2: <laughs> this isn't crazy detailed or anything, Antonio. Please proceed. Everyone's gonna love the people who people are gonna love this, and you're gonna post this along yes. with a copy of the file on your blog, Antonio. Absolutely. After you publish Absolutely. this episode.
1: Absolutely. So, and this one here, Mike, as you had said, the meeting recording, I just want to correct this one here again. Live corrections happening. Um, the meeting recording is stored in the OneDrive for Business site of the user that clicked record. Correct. All right, so thank you everyone for your patience on that. All right, and we keep going. There's a whole lot of detail here, right? We go through something similar with um, chat during a meeting and where it's stored, uh, voicemail messages um, in the user's mailbox, for example, and this includes uh, a transcript of the voicemail, notes in your wiki um, tabs, so data within the tab. Any of the compliance features for data within the tab very much depend on the solution that you're pointing to mm-hmm. with the tab. So you can't mm-hmm. really talk about it here. One item here we could not confirm in this, and I don't know if Sarah or Mike knows anything about this, but call detail recordings. So um, it is sort, You know, when you do have a call, the record. You know, the the metadata about the call, like the mm-hmm. call was, how long it was, the date and time. Um, it is stored in the Azure Substrate. There is a hidden folder in the user's mailbox um, and that met, meaning metadata is in fact stored there. Um, and it is discoverable data. and legal record hold. Correct, you can legal hold it. You can discover it through your discovery. Um, you cannot apply retention labels to it. What is not confirmed is if retention policies on that user's mailbox also applies to it. So um, if anybody does know that, please send us in a comment, but I'm
0: Mm -hmm. not sure about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, And and actually on that one, I reached out to uh, some of our favorite people in this community and, and we weren't sure about that. And so on. And then we go similar with private channel conversations, private channel files. So very similar to what happened above. Um, With private channel files in particular, there is a separate SharePoint site that's created, which is dedicated to the private channel. And that's where those files are stored. So they're not in the same SharePoint team that underlies, sorry, they're not in the same SharePoint site that underlies the team. To create a private channel, there's a separate SharePoint site dedicated to that channel.
2: I think Gwendaft might have gotten a little bit more um then was barking for with this particular question but what <laughs> excellent content for anybody who needs this level of detail this is a good learning experience
1: yeah, yeah. when That's you're in the compliance when you're in the compliance world you often get asked these kinds of questions mm-hmm. right um where particular data is stored can i apply legal hold to it can i discover it through discovery how do i retain it And of course, you have those two key features in M365 for retention, retention policies and retention labels, and they both work differently and apply to different data sources.
2: Well, a huge note of thanks, Antonio, for not just, I mean, this obviously represents a lot of work to pull all this data together and to validate it. So thank you for being willing to share it with everyone.
0: Absolutely,
1: and thanks for your corrections on this too.
0: Now it's it's really important to now understand how things work because it's so much information mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to teams and teams. The way it is is stores like we have seen, data in different places. So uh, it's it's awesome. This is a really awesome turn. And um, with that, uh, thank you. That was a really interesting question. Very. Uh, it sounded like a, a quick answer, but no, we 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 got into a lot of details in terms of where the data is stored. So basically, if we go back to the question, if you are trying to move or copy files into Teams, the end result is going to be in a SharePoint site. Um, if you are in a conversation or in OneDrive, if you're on a private chat, from a file perspective only. So thank you for, uh, for being here. Thank you for watching us, and I will see you next time.
2: Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone.